0: greater encounters. We need more revelation. Our hearts are longing for the more, God. We're in, a, we're in a tension. God, there's a tension going on because we can be filled with joy because we belong to you. We can We can feel loved and release the love, and it's real. And yet our hearts are longing for the more. Our hearts are longing for what you put in there. You know that our hearts are longing for more because you put it in there. You put that longing for the more, for the to see the fullness of your kingdom released here in our lives and the people around us that we love. Every broken place in our lives and those around us, something in us aches and says this is not right. There's something more. Jesus, you promised more. And every promise you keep... Every promise you make, you fulfill. So there is, there is an increase of your kingdom that's here and on the way still that we are longing for. Anytime we fall back into going through the motions, we can't do it for very long because it doesn't feel right. It's something about it that's not right. So this morning, Suzanne says to me, I think it's going to rain. It's supposed to rain later today. I'm like, oh. Because I hadn't heard that. I didn't look online or anything. Kind of like the prophetic words that are out there. You know the prophetic words we all see all the time and hear all the time? Maybe on Elijah List or I don't know, maybe a place like Blazing Fire. You hear encouraging words you hear about the kingdom that's coming you hear about the waves that are coming the the harvest that's coming it's kind of like Suzanne that said it's supposed to rain today i said huh okay i went about my work i was actually i was looking at scriptures i was um i was sitting on the couch in our living room and the next thing I know I look up and I go, It's raining. It's about eleven o'clock. I'd already forgotten what she had said. It was she told me that an hour or two earlier. But I was off doing something else. And I'm like, it's raining. Next thing I know, it is pouring. It's pounding down. And I'm running in the backyard and I'm grabbing all the cushions off, you know, our out out backyard deck. I'm like, oh great. <laughs> grabbing them all in. And then and then I just I'm going to go back to the analogy. So we get all these amazing words. Sometimes we hear them so much that we just go, yeah, yeah, okay. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to rain. Great. God's uh, kingdom's coming. Wonderful. Wahoo. The harvest is coming. Yay. And then we kind of go back to life because we don't really see it happening. And then next thing we know, you know, next thing I know, I look at it's raining. And um, I have, the last month especially, I've just been so, my heart's been so longing again the more, like, like, just status quo isn't going to do it, um, and, uh, you know, going through the motions isn't going to do it, and so I, I, I saw the rain, and I, I went, I said, oh, I got to go stand in this, <laughs> so I went outside, and at first I stood under the eaves, it was the coolest thing in the world, because, you know, first rain, it smells all wonderful and all that stuff. But pretty soon I realized I I don't even want to be under the eaves where I got a really good view, but I'm not in it. No, I want to be in it. So I just sat, and I and I just sat in the rain, and I'm I'm praying and I'm crying, and and uh, you know God's speaking to my heart about a lot of things. Um, And this is what he this is what he told me. He said, you know, you can't make the rain come down. This is big, you guys. Because we keep trying. If we just do this and this and this, then God's going to do that. He says, You know, son, you can't make the rain come down, but it is your choice to come and stand in it. See, we have a choice. We can just look at it from inside our house and go, oh, it's raining. We can even get perturbed and agitated and frustrated because the rain is messing with the plans we had. I'm just saying. You have to think about that for your own life. When God starts showing up, it starts messing up some of our nicely laid plans, doesn't it? The more he shows up, the more that's going to be true. I'm just giving you a warning, and you have a choice. You can sit and watch it. You can look, um, look at it, and then and be frustrated and angry because it's messing up your plans. Or you can stand in it and enjoy the rain and be part of what God is doing. You cannot make it rain. You can't make it rain. But you can be part of it. Even past revivals, when you read books about it, they'll tell you the ten things, you know, the five things you have to do in order to see the next revival. I have have news for you the reason why those things happened is because God showed up. That's why there was repentance. That's why that's why people were driving in one direction and all of a sudden just turned and drove up to a church. Why did they do that? Oh, because God showed up. Because it started raining. And there were some people who wanted to go and stand in the rain. <laughs> and, and for God, that's irresistible. When we just want to stand in the rain and say, "Okay, God, my agenda is your agenda. I want what you want. We we sang that tonight. Remember that. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. God, what you pray, I pray. That's the kingdom life right there. So recently, I, I I was going through some t- tough times several weeks ago, where just hearing some lies, stuff that I'm just gonna be super honest with you, I don't I don't struggle that much with lies, like things I heard, like you know, is your life, um, what significance do you have? What difference are you making really? Things like just stupid things that, honestly, I think I ha- I, I believe I have a a grace from God to lead um, in the kingdom in such a way He graces me where often I don't struggle with those kind of lives. I'm not trying to put myself above anyone. I'm just saying that's not typically what I struggle with. But man, I was struggling with things like that. It was like, And it was real. It felt so real. Um, and you know what I did is I, well, for the first day or two, I just kind of, got hit with it, you know, even trying to go to sleep and all that kind of stuff, and then I said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to worship. I'm not just going to worship a little. I'm going to worship a lot. So I got on my keyboard, which I hadn't played in a while, partly because it's a little bit, um, it's broken a little. I'll tell you about it because it's going to fit in here. But with my keyboard, sometimes uh, there's a problem with the connection. So sometimes I'm playing, and then right in the middle of playing, all of a sudden the whole thing stops. You know, but because the connection's only kind of bad and not totally bad, it comes back on a little bit in a little bit, like sometimes just a few seconds later. But if you're a musician, you know that would drive you crazy. You're in the middle of singing a song, and everything cuts out. <clears throat> so that's why I hadn't been playing it a lot because I hadn't, didn't have a fix yet. But I was saying, I, I can't help it. I, I, I've got to worship you, Lord. There's, there's one way out of this thing. That is, I'm going to worship you no matter what. So I started singing some old songs that I wrote a long time ago, 10, 15 years ago. And oh my goodness, did it, hit, it hit something deep in my heart. And I'm sitting there just sobbing. Good sobs. But while I'm at the keyboard. But I'm playing along and it cuts out, you know, right in the middle. And at first I'm getting a little bit frustrated. Not, not terribly, but like, ugh, this is such a bummer. Okay, then it clicks back on. Okay, I could start again. After a while, as I worship, the Lord started to talk. He'll talk to us through anything if we will listen. So I can, I'm continuing to play, and the, and the keyboard cuts out. And it's just the Lord's like coaching me. Keep going. Just keep playing. So I kept going and singing with nothing coming out of the keyboard except my mind can hear it because I know what I'm playing. And five seconds later, ten seconds later, it clicks back in, and I i didn't miss a beat. I'm still worshiping right where I was supposed to be with my hands because I kept going. And he says, son, I'm teaching you something. I'm teaching you that when the music sounds like it stopped, you keep going. And you keep doing what you know to do. Because for every person in this room, there's going to be times where you don't hear the music. Keep playing and keep singing your song. Because the music will kick back in. You see, the Lord's presence doesn't change, His promises over you don't change, even when you don't feel it. But if you will keep playing and singing, that means you keep loving people. You keep doing the thing you're created to do. And the feelings will come back. And there you are. You're faithful because you just kept at it. So I worshiped a bunch. Some of my good friends, what's going on in in other words i didn't I didn't hide. the Lord's been teaching us a lot in the last few years about being open hearted and not trying to feel like we have to have our act together and all that all that garbage you know and uh so I had a group of people that prayed over me. It was very powerful and uh, that night. Because part of it was that I wasn't feeling the Lord very strongly. I, whenever I'm here on Saturday nights, like, even if I come in and I'm not feeling the Lord um, tangibly, almost inevitably, somewhere in the middle of worship, starts to something. He starts to just hit my heart, and something good and yummy starts happening. And um, I didn't feel that on just this, this, just a couple weeks ago on a Saturday night. That's just so entirely not like me. But you know what I was doing. I had my yellow flags, which many of you see, and I was over here waving them without any feeling in the moment. I was on my knees and talking to the Lord without much, without feeling, without feeling the, the, the feelings that I usually feel because that was what he had just taught me a few days earlier, keep playing. Even when you don't feel the music or hear the music, keep playing. And that's truly a, a sacrifice of praise, by the way ever hear that? We bring a sacrifice of praise. Remember that old song? What does that even mean? Well, that means in heaven you can't give him a sacrifice of praise because you will see Jesus face to face. You will always feel it. (laughs) You'll be on your face feeling it because the presence is going to be so glorious. So there's only one place you can give him a sacrifice of praise. That's on this side of heaven when you're not feeling it. That's a sacrifice. And believe me, it's a pleasing sacrifice. It's a pleasing aroma. See, again, often, as I said earlier in worship, our gaze is in the wrong direction. So when we're not feeling it, we're thinking, what is wrong with me? Am I a disappointment to you, Lord? What did I do wrong? Me, 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 me. Instead of, God, you know what? I'm not feeling it, but I'm going to wave this flag anyway because you're awesome. (laughs) I love you. You've done it all, Jesus. I'll just share one more story too that that night uh, after some friends prayed for me um, I had a total breakthrough I walked into another worship service instantly I feel the presence of God I feel his heart for me and I felt his heart for every person in that room like crazy like crazy crazy started I was speaking that night I started with a prophetic word for somebody that was so right on she was just going crazy and crying and everything and I was speaking so directly to her heart um but even if I hadn't felt like that, I still I still could have played. still could have played the music because I know what I have to release. And I want to say to you all, well, you have something to release. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> you may be thinking, I haven't seen God use me much, or I'm not sure even what that is. I promise you it's already in you. It was woven into you in your mother's womb. Your purpose, your reason, your song, It might sound a little bit like this person, a little bit like that one, but I guarantee you it's your song that nobody else can sing. So keep going. You got a song to sing, you got people to love, keep going. And at some point, at different points, the rain starts. And you're like, oh yeah, God said this was going to happen. Oh yeah there's there's certain things that are going to happen. The harvest is coming. This massive harvest we've been talking about for how many years? Where billions of souls are coming into the kingdom? Let me tell you, it's coming. It's coming in, in a not-too-distant future. It's coming to a town near you. So as the rain starts to come in different ways, we have the choice. Are we going to go out and stand in the rain? I'll tell you what can happen. Sometimes when we don't see God moving for a long time in the way that we expected it, what can happen is our hearts can get hard. We can, we can have a little thing going. You know? A little um, attitude going. Oh God, well now you're showing up. <laughs> but can I just encourage you? Get in the rain, because when you do, he's going to wash all that stuff away. All the stuff, all the disappointment. Remember this this verse? Check this one out. I'm going to read you two of them. Hebrews 6, 7. Land that drinks in the rain, often falling on it, and that produces a crop useful to those for whom it is farmed, receives the blessing of God. And here's another one. James five seven. Be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and the spring rains. So sometimes when things don't happen in our time, we start getting ticked off or upset or frustrated or we want to quit the game. Forget it, Lord. I've waited too long. He says Oh, it's all coming. Stay in the game. Wait patiently. There's other scriptures that talk about actually what's happening in our waiting that's super important to what God is doing in developing our character. So I just told you that you don't, mainly we just need an encounter with God. So this is this is what I would really like us to do together. I, I wanna want us to uh sing a song, most of you know it, um Hill song, Holy Spirit Rain. So I just wanna sing that together. We're gonna sing it and um whatever you wanna do with this song. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to lay down and take it in, if you wanna pick up a flag, if you whatever, um Whatever for you is is getting back out into the rain, getting your heart open again and saying yes to what he wants to do. Let me just tell you what's coming after that. Because I'd rather explain it now and then just kind of do it later. But um, right after that, I have another track that's just an audio track. It's about five minutes or so of rain. <clears throat> that kind of thing. I believe we're gonna pray and I believe Holy Spirit's gonna do some amazing things right now. Because it's it's not gonna happen because I say the right words to engage your brain. Do you understand? That's not how the kingdom works. It Holy Spirit wants to know, do we want him? Are we are we desperate? Are we like this woman that says, I got no other I got no other options? I need you, Lord. I want you. I give you permission. So I don't know all that's going to happen. I just think it's going to be really good. So let's let's go for it. So you can stand, sit, dance, um, or, you know, grab a flag, whatever. We're just going to invite the Holy Spirit to come to reign.